All right, everyone, it's Thursday. It's time for our Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. I am Andrew Dowd, joined, as always, by Steve Glick and Dave Rotiner. And today, John and Patty Brady. How are you guys? Hello. Doing great. And welcome. Welcome to our weekly <laughs> discussion on all things real estate. And I guess we'll get into the, the holidays a little bit, right? Always, you know, of course. It's the holiday season. It's, it's the season. I've got my Christmas tree up already. I don't you know. Have a real, you, want, you got a real Christmas tree? I'm, I'm a real Christmas tree oh, okay. guy. You I, are too, Dave, right? A real Christmas tree? Yeah, I got a real one. Reluctantly, every year I regret. What about you, John? <laughs> yeah, we, we go real. We go real. Uh, I, go, I go fake with the fake snow. I'm all <laughs> fake, fake, is, fake is the way to no, go. We're all natural. Okay. The, the funny thing is, the is I, told, uh, I told my wife, I was like, this is the most expensive and worst looking Christmas tree we've probably ever had. <laughs> and, uh, but it's like the you know, I took my girls to go shop and I was like, pick out anyone you want. And they like run up to the first one they see. They're like, this is the one. I'm like, you want to so, look a little bit more? Did like, you, did you saw it down? Did you chop it down? No, no, no. We went uh, okay. uh, right to this place, uh, across from him. <laughs> Some people, they do that. They go, this is the one. I they bring dad doing that. Yeah. I can see dad doing it's it. It's like 14 feet high, but his ceiling's <laughs> only 10 feet. Exactly. two miles into the forest. Yeah, the Christmas very tree into the Clark Griswold thing. Uh, but totally. no, this was, uh, this was, yeah, we'll pick that one and then, you know, throw it in the back of the truck. But, uh. Yeah, so it's Christmas up, huh? tree's up. I'm ready to go. We're going to oh, decorate cool. it this week. Oh, Yours nice. isn't up? Yours got to be up. It's up. Yeah, oh, it's up. Okay. Put it up, yeah. the, mine's up uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. We, I pull That's it up the from room. the basement. You know, pop, pop, pop. Put it together. Plug it in. Get you go. <laughs> For 140 bucks, I want to get my, like, a solid four weeks out of this <laughs> yeah, tree. Even if it's, like, yeah, exactly. you know, dry you. and dangerous Pretty by much. the end. <laughs> um, but uh, so let's. All right. We'll, we'll get to more holiday stuff in a little bit. But, uh, you know, before we were talking on the podcast, we we're talking to John. I said, what do, you, what do you want to talk about today? And he said, I want to talk about the fact that this is a normal market. And we're coming out of a market mm. that has been so crazy with COVID. And I think, you know, we even said that there was real estate agents that jumped in this game thinking like, hey, look how look how easy it is to like yeah. deal with real estate, you know, during COVID. And like, it's a bit of a reality check for some, but you've been in this game for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, and you've seen the ebbs and flows of the market. So what are you seeing as far as the market today? And why do you consider this, you know, a normal market? Well, as far as being a normal market, I mean, it's, uh, you know, normal market is you have uh, consistent price reductions, mm -hmm. you know, you, things don't sell by themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't be an agent where, you, you know, what happens is I think the whole world with the social media became in love with themselves. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. people are in love with looking at their own face and they think by putting up a video of an Instagram, walking through a house is going to sell a house. That's not going to sell a house. You have to have a proper marketing strategy and a plan. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think there's going to be a really big wake up call for a lot of these guys who just got into the business. And mm -hmm. I can't even imagine would it be like to be brand new to this business? Look, when I got into the business, it was 2006. The market was already tumbling. It, right. was, it was hard. It I was mean, hard I was then. knocking 200 doors a day yeah. just to kind of, you know, to get create business, business yeah. and, and make it happen, and which was very successful for me, and it was great. Right. But I think with the whole social media, uh, you know, advent, it's just, it, it, it creates this fake reality where they're just, it's, I can only imagine how difficult it's got to be. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as, like, like for example, normal market, you're on the market 45 days. You're not going to be sold in three days. Right. You're not going to mm -hmm. have a line of a line of people out your door waiting to make a bid on a on a property. This is part of a normal market. <laughs> yeah. These mm -hmm. are the well, symptoms of a normal market. That's why that was making news. That's why that was a headline. Is that like people yeah. were you know uh, literally these, lining up. Yeah, lining up. Like that was not a normal thing to have oh, yeah. happen. 
I had those too. We had people, you know, in Sag Harbor, 35 people waiting in the street to go look at a house. It was, mm-hmm. it was definitely, it was a fun time and a wild time. So a lot of agents, um, you know, during COVID, they switched jobs. They moved out to the Hamptons. They took the online course to get the real estate license and they came into a market that was very active and there were, everyone was um, able to sell properties, get listings yeah, like and make money. Mouth, yeah. And they were like, this is great. This is so easy. And then the TV shows popped up and everyone yeah. thought it was so glamorous and so easy to sell this Hamptons real estate. Now they're getting a rude awakening as, as John alluded to that it's back to a normal market where you actually have to work put in the effort and it does take time to sell these properties, which is why we sign up a six or 12 month listing agreement. Mm-hmm. Well, not every property yeah. is going to sell in two weeks. So a lot of these agents are definitely going to get a rude awakening, but John, you're, you're used to this. You're calm. You're saying this is a normal market. Um, and it takes real work to, to sell these real estate homes. Yeah. Well, you actually actually have to have a skill now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's really what it comes down to is like, I mean, for exactly. example, in East Hampton, yeah, uh, in the past 30 days, uh, there's been 25 price reductions just in East Hampton alone. Mm. Price reductions didn't wow. exist a year ago. No. You know, that's an example. You know, the the, the, the the volume of transactions come down too. So it's like before when you had 30 sales a month and, you know, in East Hampton last month, there was only 16 homes that sold in the past 30 days. The amount of homes that came on the market was a bit higher. It was more sure. than 21, but okay. it's still kind of flat. Yep. But, you know, so there's inventory is actually starting to grow. It's not at an extreme rate, but it's, it's growing. And that's also part of the normal market. And that's a hard conversation to have with a homeowner saying yeah. that, hey, look, you priced your home. Now we got to do a price reduction. And a lot mm-hmm. some of these agents are not comfortable delivering that message or don't have that experience uh, to be able to articulate that to the homeowners. It's, hey, look, yeah, it's a price reduction. Yeah, where they realize how important yeah. it is. So, John, you, you, you said you've been in the business since 2006. Six, yeah. You've seen a couple different markets, so you know what it takes to sell. And sometimes you do have to make a small price correction in order to transact in this market. So uh, it's great that you have that experience and that knowledge because most of these um, newer agents have never experienced... Um, different types of markets. You only experienced no. that one COVID market where I mean, everything was going crazy. It's kind of crazy. embracing rejection. <laughs> but John, do you feel, you say this is a normal market, but you know, I, I watch CNBC all day and it's like, they just say recession every other, every other word. Do you feel that we're heading towards a, a recession? I don't think so. You know, the reason why is because right now people have equity in their properties. Mm-hmm. When we had the previous recession, there wasn't equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people who, who, who have to sell can Mm-hmm. And I get that question all the time about foreclosures because I've done a, t- a boatload of foreclosure uh, properties, short sales. Yep. And I don't think we're going to see a big foreclosure market just because of that same reason. A lot of people's COVID, you know, during COVID, a lot of uh, loss mitigation or default servicing issues were resolved because people made more money than they've ever made. Mm. Uh, you still have, I mean, oh, look, okay. you still have people who have not paid their mortgage in 10 or 15 years because we're in a judicial state here. Uh-huh. So we're not in a title state like Florida. So people, there's still people who are in default and they can ride the, the whole foreclosure wow. wave. So, you know, we have a couple situations like that right now where that they haven't paid me. the mortgage in like That amazes years, me. Yeah. I didn't even know that that was a, a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just because of where we are. You know, it's just to foreclose on a property takes about 15 years. Dave, when you think about it, you say, all right, let's look for foreclosures. In other markets, there's websites and there's, there's lists and you could see right. a, a good amount of them out here. It's like... 
you have to really look hard and there's only a handful. So yeah. it kind of like makes sense that, yeah, because we're the state that we live in, it takes, a, it's a whole process and it takes years and years and years before that property turns in, turns up to be a, a real foreclosure where you can Having purchase. someone like John though, it's like, you're such a resource for foreclosure. Like I associate that word with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like when I hear the word foreclosure, I'm like John Brady. It's not a bad word. It, 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 it's not. It shows that John has that experience to yeah, handle all smart. types of transactions, yeah, yeah. from foreclosures to short sales and to new construction in East Hampton, priced at around eight million dollars. John really has that that experience and that knowledge of dealing with every type of situation, and that comes from being a real estate agent for a you know time. almost you know uh, you know almost 20 years you know so he's yeah. seen a lot of cycles where a lot of these agents are, are out here running around like John said on social media don't have that experience and that right. is really key in these markets because the market's going up and down left and right and just keep your composure go back to your core basics of your John, work worth ethic and and give that um knowledge and experience mm -hmm. advice to your customers yeah, yeah that's part of prospecting every day when you're in sales you probably your job is to prospect your job is to talk to people your job is to make 40 50 contacts a day yeah and if right. you do that job it's just a natural uh, it's just a natural conclusion to your day. You're going to find every scenario in, 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 in this business. And you've seen it all. I'm sure you've yeah. seen a lot of scenarios. I mean, we talk all the time yeah. about your experiences when you're door knocking or experiences when you're dealing with a difficult buyer or seller, how you handle that, how you remain, keep your composure and just know that these are, there's a lot of bumps in the road to transact and you're able to just keep your composure and just get, get, help your clients get to the finish line. And you've done it successfully, you know, more times than a lot of agents out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's part of it. I mean, yeah, it's we, like uh, Will Ferrell. Like, you just got to keep your composure in yeah. the old school. You know, that scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. We like, just got to keep our composure. That's the key part of it. It's, it's a lot of emotion. Um, and it's it's a process. Once it goes into contract, there's a lot more that that happens. You know, people think, oh, it's in contract, my job's over. But you have an inspection, you have the attorneys, you have the closing, then you have the emotional size. You just got to balance that all, yeah. and um, just having that experience. I can't stress it how important it is, and to work with an agent that knows each Hamlet, knows each price point is key because. You're able to cater to a large uh, pool of people out here. Yeah, and that's also, also that's another very good point you made about going back to a normal market topic. Mm -hmm. You know, deals will fall out of out of out of contract. That's mm -hmm. part of a normal market. Correct. And somebody has to know how to deal with that. So yeah. it's uh, it's just another one of the the, the many challenges that we deal with every day. So where mm -hmm. do you see the market going as we come into come, we're closing out the year, coming into 2023? You know, I think we're going to be pretty consistent to what we're doing. I think in inventory is going to start to increase little by little. You know, that's part of being into that normal market. Okay. You know, so I, I think, uh, and what I would do is like what Dave said about the whole news thing, I would stay away from the news. You know, yeah. that's my advice. It's good advice in general. That's my, <laughs> yeah, because you know what? The news is selling. Yeah. You know, they're going to, that they have a job in sales. I'd stay away from the news and sure. just, uh, well, a lot, the, a lot of the news mind. articles is talking about real estate as a whole in, in America, right? Yeah. And, and the Hamptons is like so unique and different. It, it's hard to look at what's happening in national news for real estate versus what's happening in Hamptons real estate. So that's something mm -hmm. to keep in mind on. The yeah. news is reporting for all other areas and Hamptons is a small little piece of that. We're lucky. We live in a, in a bubble and, and we are yeah. very lucky and very fortunate for that. What happens in Lafayetteville, Arkansas does not have anything <laughs> to do with here. Exactly. You know, so that's I, my advice to anybody is just stay away from the news. 
you know, because uh, it, it doesn't, it's not, it's not productive for the long term. And if you want to know about Hamptons Real Estate, call a local Hamptons Real Estate agent like John, yeah. like John, and he'll give you the real, the real facts, you know, yeah. the no BS about what's going on in Hamptons Real Estate. Yeah. You guys are such a nice husband and wife. Yes. You know? Yeah, things when you so call happy. Patty, she has more of an exotic accent. <laughs> so it's a more interesting conversation. But again, it just shows how you're able to cater to like everybody. You yeah. know, it, it's yeah. it's really wild to see somebody. You know, John, we ask you like, oh, where do you sell real estate? And you say, well, in the Hamptons. You know, I go from you know to Hampton Bays all the way out to Montauk, and you know every street in Montauk, and you also know every street in the Hampton Bays. And not a lot of agents can say that. A lot of them focus on one specific area or territory. You really cover the whole gamut of the. Um, East end of Long Island and, yeah. and you've done it really well and you have the transactions the knowledge and the experience to back it up. So, yeah, yeah. So it's great. It's, yeah, it's really the entire South yeah. Fork. We've done Shelter Island. We've done, you know, the North Fork as well. You know, so it's, um, I, I, you know, for me, it was kind of a logical thing to do, you know, because nice. if you only have 12 transactions in one zip code, it didn't make sense for me to stick to one zip code. Yeah. You know, it's, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's, it's like anything. If you're going to do this for a living, you have to study the market like a stockbroker studies stock. You know, it's, mm -hmm. there's no excuse to not. Right. How do you not know what the, you know, the uh, transaction volume is if that's what you do for a living? You know, so it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's obvious. It's also a great segue into the numbers. Steve. <laughs> All right. What well, do... What does a normal market look like All right. this over, week? Over the past week, there were <laughs> 12 listings, 12 that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. So unfortunately, it was kind of a slow week. Last year, there were 42, and the year prior was 71. So Jeez, 71. 2020, 71. Imagine go. that. So we're at yeah. 12 this year. Okay, it's coming, that. you know, it's a little bit normal-ish. Um, the breakdown of those 12 transactions, there was one between four and six, five between two and four, and six under two million. The dollar volume was 29 million. Last year, the dollar volume was 123 million. And in 2020, the dollar volume was 223 million. New listings coming onto the market, there were 13 new listings. So that increases the market by one listing because there were 12 that went into contract Dave 13 coming on that's one Rock and roll yeah there you go you got that one listing um the breakdown of those 13 new listings is one between 10 and 20 one between four and six two between two and four and nine under two million the inventory in the Hamptons is just a tick over 1900 listings so it's 1908 so we're hoping that number gets up a little bit more there's 1386 active listings and 522 in contract all right, then. Hmm. there you go. Uh, <clears throat> but I mean, I wouldn't say that that is, would you say that that's very, uh, oddly slow? Like, would you be alarmed if in January those numbers were like that? I, I think it's definitely going to pick up. I think it will. Yeah, of yeah, course. Because it's just, it's just part of a, a, it's just a natural transition. You know, markets shift all the time. You look, Wall Street shifts every 19 days, technically mm -hmm. speaking. I know. Yeah, you know, you're so, right. Uh, it's just an, it's a natural thing. So it'll pick up, you know, we're in a place where we're very fortunate where the, the, the desirability is always very high. So we have a, we live in a place where people want to be and people dream to be. Mm. So that's never going to change. It just, you know, I think a lot of people when they're looking at the political aspect of things and elections, that kind of puts a hold on a lot of people, mm -hmm. but it's just, it, it's just another excuse to, to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't see, I don't, I don't fear anything actually. That's good. I think it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be great for some. You know, you know, buckle up. You know, for ones who didn't know how to work. 
you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. buckle up, you know, but for the ones who've been in it, like, you know, me and many other brokers out here been in it for the long haul. We just, we know what to do. That's great. I do actually have to remind myself that, uh, every now and then that like, it's literally the ultimate fantasy for people to live out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, if I had all the money in the world, what would I do with it? And they're like, oh, I'd, buy a, I'd buy a yacht. I'd buy a house in the Hamptons. You know what I mean? It's like, I have to remind myself of that because we're so we're kind of spoiled living here. <laughs> I was watching a show last night and the guy's like, where'd you, they, they were in like Utah or something like West Coast. And I was like, where'd you grow up? He's like, Connecticut. He's like, isn't that where like the Hamptons is and stuff? And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, but you know, like that's, yeah. it's, it's known that that's like, out here yeah um so speaking of out here dave yeah. what is going on out here this right. weekend all right so the first thing so santa claus is everywhere Yay. he's santa very claus. busy this time of year <laughs> very busy all right he's a, he's a busy man um he's going to be at the winter fest in west hampton beach which i've never actually been to the winter fest in west hampton beach so i can't really speak for it. have you been to it no, Steve. Uh, I actually didn't know they did a winter fest. I know yeah. Sag Harbor so, is there like Patty's winter everything frost. else. It's yeah. I mean, it's this Saturday. It's crazy. They got cookie decorating. They got make your own winter bookmark at the West Hampton Free Library. They got horse and wagon rides down Main Street. They got hot chocolate. They got ice sculpting. They got music. They got a snowball fight with Frosty and Games. They got line dancing. A snowball fight. And then Santa shows up at 5:45. So, if you live, I think in the if you live in the West Hampton Beach area, yeah. I guess that's the place you got to so be. So West on Saturday. Hampton Beach this weekend is going to be rocking. Right. They have the Nutcracker at the West Hampton Beach Performing oh, Arts right. Center. That's right. That's right. You got to go to the Nutcracker and Sunday. There's four performances. <laughs> tickets are like pretty much sold out, but there's still tickets available. So West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. So. They have a, a 12 o'clock show on Saturday and then a 7 p.m. show Saturday night. On Sunday, there's a 12 o'clock show and a 4 p.m. show on Sunday. And it's it, you can't miss it. My daughter is I, in the well, I wanted to say it. I wanted to say it. All right. Steve's daughter uh, is the star. Steve's daughter's got the lead, the lead uh, role. If, you, if anyone knows the Nutcracker, it's, oh, it's she's the lead know, Clara, Clara gets the Nutcracker, and the Nutcracker, she falls asleep. Nutcracker comes to life. So she's Clara. Dreams. She's Clara on the Sunday noon performance. I always knew that because Steve is so graceful. <laughs> like, I see Steve. She definitely, she definitely <laughs> got it from dancing, him. Yeah. Taught her everything she knows. Yeah, he's so graceful. But you should was, see him do the kicks and everything. It's a great performance. And the performance <laughs> to see a show at the Performing Arts Center is really, really special. It's a great theater. The Nutcracker, uh, they perform it every year. And it's... it's all, kids of all ages come to it, and it's a tradition. It's definitely a new tradition in my family. My daughter's been doing the Nutcracker for about four or five years now, so we, I've seen the Nutcracker many, many times. This year already, I've seen it twice, and I'm looking forward to seeing it um, a few more times this weekend, so check it's it out. such a cool experience for her, you know? Like, uh, a kid that age, it's great. Look, she, it's a lot of practice. She, I picked yeah. her up last night at 9 o'clock last night from the theater. Uh, she's practicing. She's there again tonight, and... And Friday night and Saturday morning. I mean, she's they put these girls put in a lot of work. And kudos to the Peconic uh, Ballet Theater in Riverhead uh, for putting on the performance. They they start practicing. I think in um, early it's late All September. Right. They, they, Her whole world revolves. Yeah, around this. they start yeah. right away. They start early for this performance because it's a real professional performance. That's cool. It's not just like one of those things you see like at the school. It's it's like a real. 
thing. They're selling tickets and stuff. Yeah, it's a production. It's pretty wild. And they do a great job. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend in West Hampton Beach. Nice. Look at Steve, man. He's so proud. He's, proud He's just man. glowing. Yeah, I get that. That's awesome. Good. He's glowing. Ah, it's a good one. This is a big show. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we also have the Polar Bear Plunge at Cooper Beach, which is this Saturday at 10 a.m. And you've done this before? John and I, we have done it before. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, I put my toes in, <laughs> and John goes all the way. Oh, God. <laughs> but this, this Saturday, we're going to miss out because we have to be in Manhattan. But yeah. I've done it before. It is stunningly cold. Oh, really? You've done it before. Oh. I can't believe so many people do it. No. I should. I should, yeah. I should try one. You guys should all do yeah. you're in the, you're, you're, you should I, do it. I race in. I race in, and then, and then I'm like, immediately, I am like, I've made a huge mistake. Oh, you, <laughs> just gotta, you just got to let, you know. And then I get it. Oh, what's, what's, the, what's the temperature? What, what is, um, what's the water temperature? I think it's like 55, probably, yeah. something like that. No, no, no. I yeah. just put my toes in and feel like needles. Ice cold. Yeah, it's not that bad. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm good. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I know my limits. I mean, even in the sailboat, I'm going in. I'm going the on my sail, but well, it's very good. For you. Cold plunges are very good for you, supposedly. Your boat's still in the water. Yeah, no, I think oh. they're taking out this week. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I can't, oh, yeah, I can't John keep can it in. Yeah, in the, in the rain, in the every. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but the polar plunge is fun. Yeah, yes. if you have very, the, very good for your health too. You know what it is? It's the polar plunge is something where it's an event. It's not if right. you went in by yourself, people yeah. say you're crazy. Yeah. yeah, when you have 900 people going yeah. in at yeah, the same it's time, so much fun. Right. Yeah. it's all, an event. People get all it's dressed up and amped up. You got the adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah. the adrenaline. It's for a good cause. You know, for it's sure. so there's a lot to it. You know, oh, you cool. have to witness it yourself to really understand. So, Dave, that one's at Cooper's Beach? Cooper's Beach. Because I know they do a couple. They do at Main Beach, Cooper. Oh, January 1st. Yeah, yeah, January 1st, they do oh, at Main Beach. Yeah, New Year's is, is, is the yeah. Uh, Main Beach. Yeah. Got it. Solid. Um, oh, wait. I got to do one more. Uh, Menorahs and Martinis is December 12th at hey 7 p.m. at Shabbat yeah. of the Hamptons, which is in East Hampton. So, that's a uh, ladies' night out. So, oh. if you want to do that. Um, you should definitely do that. And now is that for everybody or just, you know, just for people that are that go to synagogue? Mm, I guess it's for everybody. I guess. I'm sure it's for everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's Why for not? everybody. Yeah. I'm half, so I can go. Yeah. I've never been to a synagogue. Well, it's for late, but it, it looks like it's for, it's, it's a ladies night out. You're right, half so. lady? I can, I, I can identify. <laughs> he's, he's, he's non-binary. I'm not, I'm not going there. Right. We don't know. So, uh, so then you got to meet Santa in Sag Harbor, which is this Saturday. Santa's going to be there from 2 to 4 p.m. So Santa. do not miss this. And then you have the Magic of Montauk holiday event in Montauk, which is sponsored by the Montauk Chamber of Commerce. And they're going to light up the Christmas tree in Montauk. They lit up the lighthouse, but this time they're going to light up the Christmas tree. It runs from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, cool. And you have gift booths, food truck, hot shot, hot cocoa contests, uh, mold wine, and a Montauk, a Montauk, Montaukila holiday tasting. Not tequila, Montaukila. Montaukila. Montaukila is the brand. Montaukila. Yeah. Montaukila. There you go. So nice. That's your Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ooh. There's there's a tagline. Um, that's great, John. <clears throat> anything else to add before we wrap it up? I don't know, Patty. Is there anything new with your whole TMZ performances and everything else that's going on in Manhattan? We didn't even get into that. We got into the last podcast. Last yeah. time you were yeah, she's like, she's still doing it. I really? Yeah. Last week talking about Balenciaga. Yeah. See? <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Everywhere. No, um, for me, no. Just working with buyers and being everywhere um, with the buyers and 
events, attending all the events. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm helping. I do a lot of like non for profits. I help a lot of like uh, schools and organizations here in the Hamptons and in Manhattan. So you guys are busy. And today, of course, uh, real estate showing homes and in Spionk. Hampton Base, so we do a little bit of. Yeah, yeah. you're on the move. I've well, she's she's like really, she's the celebrity. Noticed. I'm just a guy who sells mm-hmm. houses. You know, I mean, she's mm-hmm. a celebrity. Hey, that's what makes a I good team. I can't keep though, up right? with her rhythm. It's like it's exhausting. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So, um, all right, good stuff. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate yeah. it, and everybody else that's listening, have a great Thursday. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Dave and Steve. I'm Andrew Dowd. That is what's happening in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm.